previously on Tabletop for the End of the World. We are still looking into invasive broadcast by False Robin. Are you sure you're good to donate right now? She needs this. We need to talk about what that robot Not said. Not right now. You're, you're telling me you found a whole network of those pipes close together and you don't think that that might be a way to find where it's coming from? You can't keep doing this, Locke. I don't think this is going to be as easy as we thought. You realize this ravine seems to circle around the entire illusory castle. Devil's blood detected. Speak your true name. And inside each of these tiny square rooms with no door and no ceiling, just these just paneled walls, uh, there is a very buff person on each chair. Uh, they are chained to, to that chair, even though none of them seem to be struggling or attempting to get up. You see at the very end is an enormous devil, and out of its mouth is an outpouring of orange and red glowing hot like lava liquid. We can now go in and conquer our new headquarters. We're just gonna have to start pumping. Now get to it, you old creature. I saw the one that broke in. It just went out and down into the ravine. I want them to help us by doing more counter-broadcast as Robin. Look, I... Duraki Police Department will be performing daily random raids on housing complexes in city. And then you won't be able to stop me from making my full encore. consumers. I am your Pokovnik, Ron, back once more for giving you updates to State of City. It has been one month since tragic attack during Kaput Day, and nearly two since horrible destruction of farmers market by encroachers. Our raids have yet to be bearing location of traitors responsible for bringing harm to our precious resources. But do not be worrying. We are narrowing down potential location every day. Soon guilty party will be apprehended and dealt with accordingly. Hey, uh, can I come in? Yeah, yeah, come on in. You just gonna stand there? I, I just wanted to apologize for how I treated you guys. Oh. I know that I know that you wouldn't have killed Liam under different circumstances and I'm I'm sorry. Look, J Mark was telling me that that was your friend. I to be honest, I've never killed anyone before. How is she doing? She's... I don't know. The doctor said that she should be waking up, but it's almost like... Like she's giving up. I'm sure she'll pull through. I hope so. 
Did you just come here to apologize, or... Oh, right. I was talking with Amelia and Mitch, and I was wondering if I could borrow your shotgun for a bit. What for? I, uh, think I might be able to work on it a bit. Maybe make it a little more effective against the new Powermax. Really? How? Well, I was also hoping to borrow Angel's Thorn Whip. I wanted to get a closer look at how she was able to electrify it with the push of a button. <laughs> yeah, of course. They're over there in the corner. Help yourself. If you wanted to take a break or anything, we're playing our game today. If you're interested, you're more than welcome to come listen. Thanks, but I think I'm going to stay with Angel for a bit. Sure. Yeah, of course. I hope she'll be okay. Jay, we need to talk about this. Hey, listen, I'd really love to, but I actually gotta go and meet with Riley. Damn it! Jay Mark, I'm serious, you need to- Uh, hey. Oh! Hey, Riley! Uh, what are you doing here? It's my room. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, can I, uh, can I hang out here for a bit? Uh, just until the game starts? Sure. Sure. Take a seat. Thanks. So, how are you? I'm okay, I think. <laughs> Great! Uh, Hey, I never got a chance to thank you for saving us with your Robin voice. You know, twice. It's not a big deal, really. Could I ask you something? Sure. How much do you remember from when you were Robin? You don't have to answer. I'm sorry, that was really inconsiderate of me bringing up bad memories. We really don't have to talk- I remember everything. I remember all the years- I spent spouting their nonsense and lies, and I remember... you. <laughs> what? Why would you remember me? We we never met before. The man with the purple hair. Right? I mean, your hair's faded a lot. A lot more, you know, since two years ago when Robin was looking for you, but uh, I, I... I recognize your face. I... Do the others know that you were the last Robin before me? Kev does. And I think Manny suspects, but Mitch doesn't know. Really? Yeah, I... I want you to know I wasn't hiding it because I'm trying to use them or anything like that. I'm just... I'm not proud of it. Don't, don't worry, man. I, I won't help you or anything. You won't? Of course not. And you were brainwashed, too. You were manipulated into thinking that Potroblatt was right. Just like everyone else in true reality. You know, you could really help a lot of people as Robin. Like, actually help people and make a difference. Jay! I'm busy, Manny! It's not about that. We're starting the game. Alright, alright, I'm on my way. Go ahead. Just... Think about it, okay? You have a good chat? 
yeah, they're doing all right. When are we going to? Hey, Mitch, uh, game time, right? Let's do it. Let's play. Let's play a game. Let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. guys, sit down, gather around, pull out your dice, pull out anything else that you think would be funny to follow up that sentence with. And when I last left you guys, I do. Ooh, ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull out my my great and positive attitude. Oh, wow. Can me and Kev roll to hit him? Uh, you were uh, Twilight, I believe, was inside. Uh, a place that, for lack of a better term and creative skills, I'm going to call the soup kitchen. Uh, you were on a catwalk 200 feet in the air overlooking a vast field of cubicles uh, that are all that all have, like, tied-up dudes in them. And chicks, why not? Uh, Hot. While you're waiting for your backup, who were totally breaking into the castle they thought they were breaking into. They're doing great. Uh, the, speaking of great, the floor of this cavern is a grated floor, and underneath you see a glowing orange liquid that is slowly beginning to rise. Uh, Torin and Vert have broken back into the castle. They have triggered an alarm sequence, and I believe Vert is disguised as... Vert, do you remember who you're disguised as? I I was disguised as Boils. Boils! You get a point of inspiration for remembering his name, because in this exact moment, I did not. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. yeah. Not only that, handy. the disguise was apparently such a uh, wonderful one that I managed to uh, get recognition, I guess. Uh, a lot of them were, were just happy to see me. Uh, yeah. That Detective Boyles, he's a loose cannon. But he's the best we've got, damn it. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but yeah, Boyles is respected, but not by the authority figures within the organization, just by, like, the knowledge that Boyles gets shit done. And that's it's bringing fine. evil justice to a whole other dimension you banished him to for eternity. Yep. <laughs> he's stuck. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> it's actually crueler than Kevin just killing them. Kinda. Yeah, I believe we, we left him in the Nickelback dimension? That is true, we did. Yeah. He's looking at graphs right now. Moving on from that, uh, I guess we start our journey with Torin and Vert. Uh, or I suppose I suppose Torin and Boyles. Alongside uh, Selene, I think. Yeah, we had just left the, the entryway. Selena. Yeah, Selena. Mm-hmm. It's it's the feminine form of Selene. Selene is feminine. I, you get that? I learned a joke from Amelia. You don't have to... It's fine. I thought it was really good. Thank you. That's what I needed. Okay. I'm not here to make Mitch feel good. No, if history has proven anything, you most certainly are not. What do you two want to do as you uh, as you are given your mission? Oh, well, we, we're descending into the uh, ravine. We were looking at the last known location of Twilight. We- we're following the trail of Twilight, which should be easy, because it's just a trail of gorilla fish and footprints. I'm going to assume the two of you can get down the gorge safely. And Selena, as she gets halfway down, throws a potion and releases this white cloud of foam. Then when she lands on it, you can hear the air escaping from it. And she takes no damage from the fall. Uh, and you guys are on your way down. I rolled a 15 plus 3 for survival. We track the Trail of Twilight. Well, I was going to say, yeah, 15 plus 3 is enough. Yeah, you got it. And you go down the way that's easy enough to track because there's giant gorilla fish prints everywhere. You've seen how big these things are. And... Boom, you find yourself at a fork in the road, uh, directly in- Yeah, that's right, bitch. You better yes and me. I will. I'll yes and you so beautifully. I'll yes and you right in your ear. And so you see a fork in the road to your directly in front of you side, 
Uh, you see the path continues forward and then begins spiraling downward. Uh, to your right is a steel door with Portablat's face carved into it, and it is enshrined with a circle of white slimes. Knowing Twilight's love of going through doors and faces, I believe they went through that door. Yes, but when I say there is, it is encircled by white slimes, I want to emphasize it is a big, thick, thick, like three rows deep of slimes. I tell my helmet to try and communicate with them. Oh man, I don't know, man. I don't think they got like mouths or nothing. But you're both gelatinous, shape-shifting things. Well, I shape-shift, man. I never refer to myself as gelatinous. That's 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 amorphism. All right, Vert, kill it. Um, there are definitely a bunch. Uh, there are. Let's see. I have a note here. There are forty-five white slimes. What would Vert need to roll to seduce all the slimes? Oh my God. Don't forget, you guys did bring... Didn't you guys bring, like, the head of one of the devils? Yeah, he's got the... Yeah, like, we still need to reach the door. We're not all giant animals that can leap over this. There is also another way to walk. There is? Yeah. I mean, you said there's a path. We would just be leaving. Although, have they reacted to us at all? All right, we leave and Twilight dies. (laughs) Have the slimes reacted to us at all? They don't seem to be aware of you yet. They seem to be focused on the door. They don't have faces, but based on the way they're angled, it you know, they're kinda all angled inward, if that makes sense. They're they're angled towards the door. <laughs> Vert yells out. You need to leave. Oh yeah, you're still in disguise. Three white slimes in the back turn towards you, but they hold their formation. And as they turn, you can see that the other slimes in the back row also begin to turn and form a sort of slime phalanx. But they do not move forward. They hold their position. I hold the disembodied, or not disembodied, the decapitated head in front of my head, sort of like a mask, and I move its mouth to go, You dare disobey Detective Boyles? Do you know how many cases he solved this month alone? What have you done? (laughs) Oh god, I wish... Why are you referring to Detective Boyle in third person if you're pretending to be Detective Boyle? No, I'm pretending to be the severed demon head I'm holding in front of my fess. The silver devil head I'm holding. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm just moving its mouth like a puppet while holding in front of my face and hoping slimes are dumb. God, the truth is I wish to God that could work, but they do not react. (laughs) I will save you the role. I will save you the amazing performance role you had achieved there. To say that it, it could not succeed. These slimes do not seem to react to devil authority. Are they all in like one big giant puddle? Um, they're in a semicircle with the outside of the semicircle facing you. Uh, but are they like joined as like a puddle or are they all separate beings that I would have to target separately? Uh, they're all clearly distinct. They're all kind of squished together like when you bake biscuits in too small of a pan. Have you, have you done that? You guys haven't- When's the last time you had biscuits? I- I've seen videos. Well, that was a good memory, but then I remembered I thinking about the past hurts. Um, uh, all right. So, uh, are these things sort of, um, how close together are they? Literally touching. Like, are you trying to go for an AOE? Trying to make a big old splashy splash? I cast lightning bolt. Okay, yeah, that'll hit at least like twelve of them. Wow, slow down there, champ. Like they are packed together. Wait, I have an idea. Vert, <laughs> how are your boomerang skills as i hold up the brass wheel as you're asking for this you see a lightning bolt erupt from his fingers vert how good are your boomerang skills <laughs> <laughs> they're electric they're gonna fail their roll go ahead and hit 
Okay. I was hoping he could, like, grab the brass wheel, electrify it, and then throw it in, like, a... through the entire half circle to see what that would do. Do you want to, like, throw your brass wheel to see if it adds to it in any way? See if we can Beyblade a lightning bolt through them all. Oh, you're gonna let it rip. Okay, uh, Vert, while you're rolling your damage, Torin, I want you to make a dexterity throw, uh, or a dexterity attack without your proficiency bonus, so just... Can that be athletics? Because... D20 plus dexterity. But I have negative dexterity, you bastard. I didn't say it was something you were good at. I said do it. Is this for all the times I've tormented you? Maybe. Just let it go. What'd you roll? Uh, 27 total. 27 damage, okay. And... I rolled a 12, which is a minus one, so 11. Oh my god, their AC is 12! So... (laughs) You hurl a lightning bolt dead center... And you can see sparks rip off the steel door behind as you just tore through these guys. Torin says, like, ah! and tries to whip a, the brass wheel, like, through the arc of your lightning bolt, and succeeds, and it arcs through the air beautifully, and then goes over the top of all of the slimes and lands behind them. Oh my god. It crackles with electricity <laughs> for a second before grounding out. Kevin had pulled off an amazing feat, and because of your pettiness, I lost a... By one point, oh, More throwing like of a because wheel. of your role, my pettiness. I would be, uh, chucking it as an athletic ability, good sir. Which you're bad. At. That's how you chose to handle the situation. No, <laughs> athletics is a skill. Dexterity roll is your initiative. I'm tired of you. God <laughs> demands you roll initiative. I say God has to roll initiative. He's gonna. I rolled an eight. Fifteen. Vert, you are top of the order. Fight my slime creatures. If only this was like a camera setup, I would love it if Twilight had to roll initiative and then through the order it cuts back to Twilight and they're just standing there looking around like, why are you pointing the camera at me? I'm not there. Leave me alone. Bert gives a silent glance over at Torrin and then lets another lightning bolt go. <laughs> so wait, where did the brass wheel land? Behind. Can he hit the brass wheel and it arcs electricity off of it, diffusing <laughs> it out it, or it, dispersing it? It landed behind all of the slimes. I was gonna count it if it made contact. But could he hit the brass wheel and it disperses the lightning out to more of them? He could use the brass wheel as a target for the lightning to draw the arc into that direction, I suppose. I guess? I'm going for maximum hits here, so... This is a land of magic. We don't have to be held down by your puny science. Oh yeah, uh, you said you got 26 damage on that first lightning bolt? 27. Yeah, you got 15 kills. (laughs) they're not strong they're just numerous that's good uh all right going for the next grouping yep go ahead just roll damage roll damage they they did not dodge 35 yeah so you killed 10 more how many are left uh math uh 25 20 are left math is left math is life and they start crawling towards you guys now uh they let out this sort of low rumbling screech it sounds like it should be higher octaves than it is if that makes sense uh and it sounds disturbingly organic uh like someone like someone pushing mucus through a narrow tube yeah uh i hate everything you're saying cool and it's their turn now all right so let's roll a bunch of attacks a whole bunch of slimes start rushing towards the two of you now and they can't all make contact with you, but they are going to do their darndest to do so. A uh, der der darndest. Oh, you're going to get touched. So uh, let's have Torin go first. 
Torrent, uh, highest to hit against you is 16. Nice try, Buckaroo, but I got an 18 armor class, and that's without shield out. Yep, five of these slimes take out white appendages and just kind of try bludgeoning you with them, but they can't get past your armor. Vert, uh, lowest against you is a 13. Uh, AC is 16. Okay, so the only one that's going to hit you is the nat 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got one nat 20 here. Uh, you're going to take 12 damage as a gaggle of slimes, a gargle of slimes, starts bludgeoning you about the head and neck. Roll concentration to see if you can maintain your devil form. Did they use magic? No. Um, anytime Vert takes damage, he has to roll to maintain his concentration spells. And I was hoping they'd use magic because then my mage slayer ability would kick in. They did not use magic. They used bludgeoning. Bludgeoning is the, is the magic of the heart, so I think there's an argument. That I mean, if you here. cast Fist, then you're doing magic bludgeoning. Can we say I had my shield and sword out? Mm-hmm. Because then I can actually use protection. Oh, yeah. Have you guys seen the ni- the Nime called, um, well, what's it called? Jojo's Strange Journey? Yeah. Punching for them is like magic. Sort of, except they have magic guys punch for them. Torin, are you giving disadvantage? Yeah, I can use, uh, I'm pretty much right next to Vert, so they're within five feet of me. So I can whip out my shield and uh, smash against uh, them to give them disadvantage on their attack roll. Oh, why'd you do that? Vert, uh, Torin whips it out. He whips it out right in front of you, and it's it it blocks the incoming attack, so you actually take zero damage. Hey, that's good, because that hurt a lot. Yeah, that would have that would have stung a bit. Uh, Torin, your move. And then I break back out the severed head and move the mouth. How dare you attack an officer? Uh, <laughs> once again, that has no visible effect on these things. Dumbest thing. Uh, now he's just doing it for the sake of the bit. It's it literally. There's no purpose. It serves me on the bit, and I love it. I'm here for it. Torin, would you like to take a real turn on top of that? Possibly. All right. I have pretty much all my spell slots, but I've already used my acid blast. I used the chameleon pen already, but that would have taken an hour, because Mitch is a dick. So I'm told, so I'm told. But yeah, I've got my sword and my lightning, I mean, I've got my lightning sword and my shield, not lightning shield. Although I will, once we mine more of that nail, put probably lightning on it. Sounds cool. And that means my armor class is at 20. Trying to look to see what spells I have that would actually be useful or applicable. You are currently, uh, the front arc around you is slimes. Your 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 back way is clear and open. So I, so there is a way to get behind the slimes. You're saying? No, I'm saying if you were to retreat, your path is open. Uh, there is a way, I'm sure, around or above over the slimes. But currently, uh, if there were say eight spaces of of empty space in front of you, say on a five by five grid, all the front and side spaces, I should say, are filled with slime. I'm just gonna make two broad sweeping slashes with my sword. Uh, you may go ahead and attack thusly. First to hit, so that's 13 plus proficiency, right, For and strength for hitting? That would be it. So that's, yeah, 13 plus 3 plus 3, so 19. You hit roll damage. I'm going to roll to hit for the other one, so I can just skip straight to damage for both hits. Hilarious and sexy. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-
Okay, so for the first one, I'm going to roll my 1d8 and 1d6, and that gets plus my strength, right? 3 plus 3 plus 4. So the first one is a 10. Oh, wow, not enough to kill. Uh, severely damages. But then my second one, that's a crit, that gets my smite on it. Mm-hmm. With a, isn't there also special rules for rolling with a crit? All the damage dice that you roll are rolled twice, and you add them all together. That's why you always smite on a crit. And and it's a divine smite, so... So at least 2d8 added on top. So with a crit, that's 4d8. I'm going to use a second level spell slot to make it 2d8 for the... The extra damage is 2d8, and that, so that's 3d8 for the smite. Yeah, so 6d8. So first for just the regular sword and strength damage, and then I'll do all the smite damage, because... Strock in hell. Four plus four plus three, so that's eleven. And now to roll the d8 three times. Okay, so all together for that second strike, that's twenty-four damage, which is enough to kill the slime. But I did it in a broad sweeping arc, trying to hit as many as I could. Would you like to? Would you like your spite, your smite damage to carry forward and hit a different slime? So the first one was sweeping out to try and hit as many as I could for just ten damage, and then a sweep backwards for this twenty-four damage, trying to hit as many as I can. I'll let you decide what number is fair. Yeah, uh, that's gonna kill one slime and badly injure another, and you can roll the Divine Smite damage. I already did. All together for the second sweep is 24, because that's the sword damage plus the smite damage. Oh, okay, I understand now. That only kills one slime. Okay. But, uh, so yeah, you killed one and you badly injured another. At the end of the round, as though responding to that strange gurgling noise that the slimes make, more slimes emerge from cracks in the in the cavern wall. They just start squeezing through uh, as though their bodies have no bones at all. Like, they're fitting through, like, one-inch cracks in the canyon and, and narrow spaces between the network of pipes. And they start filling the battlefield with more of their numbers. Uh, and then we go inside where Twilight is on one end of a catwalk overlooking this heinous scene. And at the far end of this catwalk is a giant silvery devil. And on top of that giant silvery devil is the platinum devil sitting on a throne. And I had just tried to cast fear on the giant devil. It made eye contact. Yes, with its jaundiced, disgusting eyeball dripping with just like, like big old chunks of like sleep. Like those eye boogers you get. He's a crusty boy. It, it looks at Twilight, and Twilight goes, "Shh!" Like they're like they're like they're hiding a little secret, and they, and, and they they don't. It's like a surprise, and they don't want them to tell. Yeah, one hundred percent doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, no, you've drawn attention to yourself, and the platinum devil kind of looks down like a what is it, boy, and looks out on the catwalk, and sees. Sure enough. There is Twilight in your full tiefling form, just standing in the middle of this metal catwalk. Uh, and then, and then Twilight turns and go and goes very loudly. That's right, you maggots! Get back to work! Get back to work! Lord Portablat orders it. Get back to work! Oh my! Trying to pretend you're a turncoat now, little purple. Uh. The Platinum Devil stands up. He's in his full devil form, and you see a wicked, jagged set of claws sort of grow out of each fingertip. Hey, you know, I could, uh, I could do those nails for you if you want. You know, I could, I could add a nice coat of paint on them. I could make them look real good. You know, real good. I could maybe paint some gold to go well with your silver. I guess that's a little garish. Maybe some blues. You know, blue goes well with silver. I think we should explore our options here. 
Oh, I completely agree. I hear tell the tiefling blood is blue. Want to find out? Could paint my nails. You'd be an honest tiefling. Well, you know, like, I, I, could, I could spare some blood, but I think I should be in charge of that, you know? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I have actually uh, a cup of my blood outside of here, so I could go and get some, uh, and I could, I could bring it back. You know, I could bring it back, and they could try it out, because if it doesn't work, you know, that's just a waste of good ink. What do you think about it? Oh, absolutely. We gotta stay, uh, what's the right word here? We gotta, we gotta stay financially soluble. As Twilight's talking, they're, like, backing away. <laughs> oh, sure. You're completely right. Gotta stay financially soluble. In fact, why waste all that energy walking? The Platinum Devil, thinking he just said kind of a smarmy, smart remark, he stands up with a smirk on his face. And with his, with his giant clawed hand, it begins to vibrate with some kind of red and black energy, like wisps of smoke, but there's tins of red in it, in it. And he slams his hand down on that catwalk, and all of the metal cables that were holding that catwalk up in the air immediately snap, and the catwalk begins to fall 200 feet. Twilight, you are falling. Is there anything for me to grab onto, like if I roll decks or something? Uh, nothing that ain't fallen with you. There is there is a series of uh, metal cables now dangling, but uh, once again, you are 200 feet in the air. So just just so you know, if you hit the ground, that's 20 d6 of damage. Are you sure? Is that is that really? Are you sure? That seems excessive. Well, only that, if you. You know. It's only excessive if you fall. <laughs> Twilight, it's Ghost of Torin. You're dexterous. Grab the ropes. I blame you. I, I can't. That, that was the plan, but I can't. Mitch, Mitch just told me I can't. Oh, well, yeah, no, no, Torin's, Torin's right. The ropes are still hanging there. Oh, so I, yeah, the, okay, so. So you can grab them before the whole walkway falls and you die. No, that's what I'm saying. I was asking, I, I just asked Mitch, I was like, hey, can I grab onto anything? And you said, not anything that isn't already falling. And I was like, oh. He probably assumed you thought, like, the walkway was, like, leaning. Yeah, I guess I thought, like, maybe you meant, like, the handrail or something. But no, no, yeah, the ropes, the, the cables are no, still- No, 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 I meant- The cables are still there, you'll just have to do it now. Yeah, no, I meant a lifeline. Yeah, no, Twilight is gonna go f grab a cable, yeah, god. Deck save. That'll be a total of 18. Yeah, great. Twilight grabs onto one of the lifeline cables and sees across the way as the Platinum Devil latches onto one and begins crossing it like a jungle gym, heading right for you. Hey, hey, we don't gotta, we don't gotta do this, buddy. You know, like, there are other things that we can, uh, we can really think about this. And, hold on, let me see if Prestidigitation does any kind of cutting. Ooh, how thick are the cables? And are they metal or are they rope? One-inch metal cables. Wow, oh, that's not gonna work. This, uh, whole room seems to be constructed of metal. The floor, ceiling, cables, catwalk, everything's metal in here. Okay. How far away am I from the Silver Devil? Uh, excuse you, he is a Platinum Devil? Sorry, how, how far am I from the <laughs> Platinum Devil? Let's see, how big is this room? It is a, god, 400 foot long room and he is gaining on you. He's, he's coming for you, but it's gonna take him some time. And how far am I from the kind of entryway that I came in from. Because it looks like he's too big for the hole I came out of. Too big for the hole you came out of? You came out of a door. Well, I thought it was like a small door, like more Twilight-sized, less Platinum Devil-sized. I mean, he's only he's only a few feet taller than you. He can go through doors. 
Oh, I was getting him mixed up with the giant. Like I thought his true form was gigantic. Oh no, that's two separate beings. Okay, okay, okay. They're just they're just rocking the same color scheme. Got you. So Twilight is going to swing for dear life to get themselves. So wait, you thought a giant fat demon was swinging on the ropes like a ape towards you? Oh, that's way better imagery than what I was doing. That's what I was thinking. I was horrified. No, the platinum devil was on top of this big fat thing's head. Got you, got you. Yeah, so Twilight, um, Twilight is going to to swing for dear life to get themselves uh, back to where I was initially, back to the door entrance uh, that got me onto the catwalk in the first place. Uh, yeah, and totally. I'm gonna use my max. I'm gonna use my maximum movement for that. Great, you are at the door. Once again, you see the network of, like, lasers, the thin network of lasers that is laying across that door in a latticework. You see that the steel door is shut behind you. I guess in front of you now. Uh, What's behind you is the Platinum Devil swinging after you with a giddy grin on his face. I've never seen what happens when a tiefling tastes soup. This is going to be very educational for all of us. Twilight casts Thunder Wave on the the ceiling to cause a collapse that will shut the door behind me, essentially. Oh, that's very interesting. Roll damage. I, I just want you guys to know my heart is literally racing right now. Like, I'm so horrified. Don't worry, I'll stop that for you. Uh, that was 12 damage. 12 damage to a steel ceiling is not going to do a whole lot. It definitely vibrates and reverberates. Uh, but unsuccessful. The Platinum Demon continues closing. Does it, ca- does it cause a high-pitched, like, or anything like that? Uh, yeah, sure. It's hard to hear now. I guess I guess we could say it's echoey. We could justify it being extra echoey in here. Okay, cool. Um, Twilight is going... I'm gonna, I'm gonna be doing some buck-wild stuff, friends. Um, you said the laser grid's still on? Still on. Or is there a switch on this side of the path? There doesn't seem to be. Okay, I know what I'm gonna do, and especially because I'm not rolling for initiative or anything like that. Yeah. Twilight is going to take their, their Sephiric Cloak and Dagger, and Twilight's gonna say, uh, gonna whisper, Cloak! And stealth themselves. It's gonna be difficult, considering you're not, you have no, uh, you can't break line of sight. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, but what I'm going to do is... Uh, there's like a, 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 a the, where the, the door I went in, did it swing out or swing in? It slid up into the ceiling. Are there any rocks? Is it like a, a full metal hallway or are there any like natural things since I came in through a cliffside? Full metal. This whole place seems to have been crafted carefully out of steel. Oh my god, I'm gonna die! Um, how far is he from me? 300 feet in closing. Okay. Twilight is gonna do something real silly. I'm going to wait until he is within the range of another thunder wave, which is a 15-foot cube. Okay. Once he's in range, I'm going to, like, once he's within 20 feet, I'm going to jump out five feet to land on, uh, to go down to where all the people are, uh, roped up. Okay, you want to be where the people are. Twilight is going to cast thunder wave as I'm dropping, as I'm dropping. So, uh, can he do a constitution save? You trying to do it to, like, catch yourself? Uh, not quite. Uh, I'm, try- I'm trying to do it on him. Okay. As, like, a distraction. So it doesn't matter if he gets shoved out, but it's still enough that, like, you know, cumbersome. Cool. As he's closing. And if I do shove him, great. I would have just broken out a sword and tried to cut off the ropes around you. 
they're metal, so I can't do anything about it. We jump back to directly outside of that door. We're Vert and Tor and are deep in combat. Wait, hold up. What did what did he roll for my thunder? Wa- are you gonna play that out afterwards? Uh, yeah. We it hasn't happened yet. Okay, okay. He's closing in on you. He's still three hundred feet away. As he's closing, we go back to the fight. Uh, Vert and Torin, from the other side of the door, you hear a a noise like a thunder crack, and it reverberates through the through the metal door, and you can hear it loud and clear as though something. Well, something loud happened nearby, but on the other side of a door. Tor- uh, Vert, it is your turn. I recognize the sound of that blasphemous spell. And then I turn to look at Vert. And then I turn to look past the door angrily. Um, you wanna stay? You wanna go? I have an idea. Are we still in, like, combat and we have to take turns before I can use my idea? Yes. There's, there's now 30 slimes. Can I explain my idea and you tell me if it works? Yeah, absolutely. As long as you can ignore that voice crack just now. <laughs> Maybe. If you're more inclined to allow my plan to work. Oh god, you can't bribe me with my own shame. <laughs> Isn't that, wouldn't that technically be blackmail anyway? I want to try to misty step up to the door. That would work perfectly. Torrance says, I have an idea. And then one instant he's standing next to Bert and then the other. He's over in front of the door, just sort of studying it, holding the severed head. Just turns to his like, how do I get past this? You have an idea? And then it starts talking to you. I don't know. Maybe we should ask Boils. Or I'm just moving the head, the mouth, puppeting it. But the eyes of the head just happen to line up with the eyes of the door. Is this Torn's descent into madness? Because I'm here for it. I am going to say that you don't need to make a performance check for this because the door has a certain programming to it. But my god, do I love what you've just done. <laughs> Vert Misty steps over to see... This up close. You both missy step over to the door. The other slimes are like looking around for you now, so you've got a few seconds. And the door says, Devil blood detected. State your true names. Duh. And I just turned to look at Bert. <laughs> I don't think we even talked to this one. It fell down the ravine like multiple times. And we didn't even fight it. Hold up. What would a horn silver devil's name be? Uh... Lust, greed, uh, uh, impatience. I-R-S. I'm moving the mouth the entire time. (laughs) Topical. Oh, so good. Uh, Vert, just standing there, kind of cocks his head, looking at the door, looking at the head. Um, why did, why did he... What was that name? What was that name? Um, Albin? <laughs> just says, and Simon and Theodore. Me, I want my hula hoop. Uh, what do you got for uh for a name, Vert? Oh, Vert just says Albin. Oh, I know. Yeah, what he's name trying, trying to remember to the name that, of Twilight. Um, when we met in the room that we got Alphonse. Very cool. Uh, Albin is not going to do it. The door remains motionless, and you just hear the voice again. State your true names. Behind you, the slimes have begun to realize what happened, and they have turned around. A semicircle of slimes is beginning to once again form behind you. Uh, Frederick. Nietzsche! Still moving the mouth, puppeting it. Uh, Frederick, uh, does not work. Oh, I mean, so I'm how not many there. names I'm do we wondering. have to say before you'll it'll satisfy your bit lust? Let me tell you that when you said IRS and impatience, we'll say that the door responded with 
Not registered in database. <laughs> Wrath. Not registered in database. Envy. Not registered in database. Slothrin. The, the door opens to reveal Twilight cowering on a metal cable hanging 200 feet in the air and a thin laser grid. Well, that happened just in time. I say, I don't have time for this and punch the wall where the lasers are coming out of. Ooh, uh, Ooh. roll to hit. Roll to hit steel? You see stone, but underneath it is steel, so we're going to say it's steel. Do I get proficiency in strength on that or just strength? Uh, yeah, I, are you, you're not proficient in unarmed strikes, are you? I don't know. I don't think I've taken that. I think I'm no, doing martial not. weapons. Yeah, that's just an unarmed strike. That's just strength, my man. He's proficient in breaking stuff. Well, 16 Quite. plus 3 is still good enough. Uh, let me see here. So uh, that's 19. Yeah, that's enough. That's exactly enough to, to damage steel. You punch it real hard. Uh, you punch a fist-sized hole through the wall, uh, revealing a tiny red crystal is, is uh, implanted inside, I believe is the right word. This is just a great day for loot, and I just snatch it out of the wall. Uh, you see one of the lines of lasers completely just disappear, and you get a ruby that has been sharpened to a dagger-like shard. Can we say I rinse and repeat for the other lasers in the wall? Uh, make another punch. Bert, you gotta try this. There's free stuff in these walls. <laughs> make another punch. Are you gonna make me roll? Like, how many lasers are there? Since these are loot-dependent, I'm gonna say that you have to roll for each one. Okay, so how many are there in total? Uh, twelve. An even dozen. How many would I need to roll to make for, like, just a clearing for us to get through, like, under? Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. For one attack action, you get two attacks. So go ahead and make your second attack, and then we'll keep moving through the order. And if the situation changes, we'll see if that changes your decision-making. 17 plus 3, so let's say I stole that one, too. You got two. Two little sharpened rubies. Uh, There's now a hole that is narrow enough for Twilight to slip through if they were to do, like, a cool sort of gymnast, like, high pole jump move. Yeah, too bad I don't know that's happening, because I'm, I'm mid-action. Uh, as the white slimes begin to reorganize themselves and approach you, Twilight, you see 300 feet away, this, uh, this platinum devil is coming for you, and the door slides open. Torin immediately starts punching through the wall to pull out parts of the laser grid. And there is a hole big enough for you to fit through if you're lucky. Does that mean I don't have to do that thing I was originally trying to do, where I, where I leap at the last You second? don't have to. The situation is actively changing. It is dynamic. Okay, so before I do that, can I tell you what my dumb plan was? Please do. Shit yourself and cry. That's no, I was, I was going do. I was going to leap at the last second, thunder wave the Platinum Devil, and before I hit the ground, drink the purple potion to turn into an animal and scurry away. That was my strategy of escape. (laughs) Or you might have turned into a bug and splatted against the ground. Yeah, you would turn into a random animal. Yeah, I know. It was a a gamble. There is is like a 1% chance you turn into like like an ankylosaurus or something. I don't know what that is. Oh, right. Sorry, I'll tell you guys later after the arc. Okay. Cool beans. Um, But yeah, okay, so... Uh, how, how big's that hole you said? What, what would I have to do to get to it? Uh, it is like a one foot wide hole now where there's a gap in the laser grid, thanks to Torin's, uh, vivacious punching. And how high off the ground is it? High off the ground? Uh, I don't know, Torin, were you punching, like, the middle of the wall? I don't think I ever really announced it, so we can just have it be whatever is tactically useful. Oh, sure. It's in the middle of the door. Okay. Um, Twilight sees this hole... And in 
split second thinking just dives through, like make makes their body into a like Tarzan like, swing through. No, 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 no. Um, I I already landed. Uh, I'm not I'm not actually on the rope anymore because I I landed on the platform by the time you guys opened the door. Oh, okay. so yeah. So I'm just I'm I'm leaping through and making my body into like a spear. All right, um, uh, acrobatics. Roll acrobatics. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Is that fifteen? Oh my god, not enough. Oh, Twilight okay. goes to jump through the hole and just whiffs it just the slightest bit and falls stomach first down the line of lasers. Uh, and it just feels kind of warm and does no damage. Uh, Twilight, like, plants on the lasers and gets up and, like, is freaked out and, like, patting at their new safari outfit Debilica made them. And it's like, ha ah, ah! And then looked at the laser and like has a moment where they just wave a hand through it, and then hand a hand through it again and go, "Ah, oh, you've got to be kidding me!" So, oh, see, what are those lasers actually do? Alarms. All you know is that they don't hurt Twilight. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're like an alarm system. And the alarm's already going off, so they're redundant. Well, or they only impact non-devils, and I have double blood, so one or the other. I'm not here to check. I, I, I get up after doing the things, and I notice uh, Torn with some kind of devil, and I go, Okay, can't go, gotta run! And, uh, and I book it, and I run past Torn, and I shove the devil aside, and I go, I'll fight you later! And I, and I, I run. I, I just run. I, I'm not even looking back, I run. Directly ahead of you is a semicircle of white slimes. <laughs> Twilight is running and, and says, Thunder Wave! And, and casts Thunder Wave. <laughs> At, but still running. They are gonna roll. Exit stage Twilight. And while Twilight does that, Torin, I guess, can see the Platinum Devil and then just slowly moves the severed head in front of my face and moves the mouth. There is nothing to see here. Your backup has arrived. You may go back to your jobs. Make a deception check. Perception check? Deception. Oh, deception. With disadvantage, because he can still see your body. I thought he said inception check, and I was like, <laughs> quickly. <laughs> Make an inception check, because this is just a dream. All right, a 17, but it's disadvantage that's a 17 without perception plus uh, and the second one well, that's a 15 plus three so that'd be 17 and then 17 plus three would be right so you got to take the lowest so with that inception check so 15 plus three is 17 is 18 um but that's fine uh so with that inception check you do realize that the top stops spinning at the end but with that deception check uh i don't believe you have tricked the Platinum Devil. Let's see. You know what? Just for funsies? Let's see. What's his wisdom save? Plus seven here? Yeah, 26. Um, he's just, he just <laughs> looks at you kind of mad. And he's still he's still swinging. He's more offended at the attempt. And he says, I guess I need to take this a bit more seriously. And he lets go of the rope and he can fly. He can fly, guys. He can always fly. He has wings. And he starts flapping towards you now. And he's now flying at you at incredible speed. All right, Mitch, I have a question. Yeah. If I were to infuse a smite into the severed head, with there being still flame magic in the horns, can I turn this severed head into a bomb? What? The only rule for smite is that it must be a melee attack, so if you were to shove the head onto your fist and grab the skull through the eyes to hold onto it like a gauntlet, that would work. What? So if I punched him with it while infusing a smite, could it explode against an enemy? I think that would work 100%, but it would only work once, and it would be an improvised weapon, so you'd get no proficiency on the attack roll. It would, however, be baller as hell. So let's keep that on the back burner. Could he 
Oh, no, because he has to maintain physical contact with it. Never mind. I was like, can he give it to Vert, who has the point of inspiration? <laughs> yeah, as soon as, you, as soon as you sever that physical connection between your body and the weapon, the smite can't transfer through because you are the source of the smite. It's why that you can't. It's why you can't use like smited arrows. But then Torin, seeing this de- this devil who has already embarrassed him once, has sort of a brain blast of like images flowing by. It's like my smite and the scythe didn't work. It took so much more effort to kill the one, but then Locke managed to kill the other one, and there were fingerprints and handprints on its throat. And then it cuts back. I have an idea, and I put away my sword and shield, hook the severed head back onto my belt, and just have my hands out in a wrestling stance, getting ready for this flying devil to come at me. Oh, oh he is so about oh it. Oh my god. And uh, we're going to say that since Torin is the bottom of the order, the slimes are going to start their movement. But first, we have to deal with the fact that they were thunderwaved. Uh, does a 15 save? A 15 does save? Okay. Um, follow-up question to that. If I cast Thunder Wave as a, um, as a level 2 spell, that gives me another d8 of damage to add, right? Accurate. Okay, perfect. So I'm gonna add to what I just rolled. That was 24 damage. Okay, so you did in fact kill seven slimes and create a path for yourself. So Twilight is still running. Like, they didn't hesitate. They were literally just like, Thunder Wave! And they, they killed all the slimes, and the, they're still running. They're not looking back. They're so horrified, right? No, you start running forward. I'm going to give you ten more feet past the slimes, and you can see Selena, like, hiding behind a boulder. She's not stealth. She's just, like, taking cover behind it. She's like, come here, come here, come here, come here! And uh, Twilight dives behind the boulder and goes, Okay, um, quick recap. Uh, found the soup kitchen. That's where the soup's coming from. There's a giant scary platinum devil after me. And, uh, where'd Vert go? Is he dead? Because that would really suck. I liked him. He wasn't as mean to me. No, Vert's disguised as the little devil over there. That? What? <laughs> His name is Boyles now. Everyone likes him. Uh, okay, that's good. I thought he was a dragon. You know what? This this is too much to process. Uh, uh, where's Torrin? <laughs> he was right behind me. Wait, Vert's a dragon? And then uh, the slimes <laughs> take their turn. Closing in behind you. Uh, watch your butts, guys. So we've got uh, first five attacking Torrin again. Uh, highest one is a- Ooh, a 21 is gonna hit. Torrin takes 10 damage as one of these white, slimy appendages slams into you. I don't even flinch staying in position ready to face off against the Platinum Devil. Sure. Uh, are you still defending Vert? You said you put your shield away. So- Oh, so you can't defend Vert. Uh, Vert, I can't you use get- protection, but I still have aura of protection, so any, like, uh, saving throws, he gets helped. I think that'll help with- Constitution? I gotta double check how Constitution checks work. Right now, Vert, I got four hits against you. Uh, yeah, I got, uh, 19, 25, 25, and 26 with a crit. Okay. Sorry, man. Oh, an even number. Vert, you're gonna take 50 damage. (laughs) Vert is down. Vert's down! Vert's down and he's no longer disguised as a devil. Sure, I did my calculations right there. Uh, yeah, sorry, champ. You, got, you just got Torin next to you. Vert goes down. He's bludgeoned a lot. Uh, it's Torin's turn. How close has the Platinum Devil gotten to me? He is 100 feet away, flying at you, and you see your ally has just gone down next to you. That's unfortunate, because... Yeah. So while still waiting for the Platinum Devil to come, I just quickly pop the one potion of greater healing I have in my uh, inventory and just sort of pour it down Vert's throat. So that's 4d4 plus 4 of healing. That's 4d4. 
plus the floor. Shorty got low, got low, got low, low, got low health, so you need a potion. So yeah, start rolling those uh, to save yourself. Uh, is it me or you who rolls out? Doesn't matter. The healing is happening to Vert, so I'd imagine you. Whoever wants to. Whoever feels whoever feels the sexiest by doing it. We'll do that, 44. Plus four. I don't even remember where I stole this potion of greater healing from. You've had it for a bit. We we got it made by Selena from all the devil parts we collected while we were in the castle. And now it's an empty glass bottle. Which you also have. Ooh. How much you heal for? Uh, 16. Vert is at 16. Whoa, that is max? No. Not quite, but I... And the max health of Vert is 16? No. Would have died like 20 games ago. No, but that was a that was a darn good heal. That uh, was a darn good yeah. heal. Vert's back on his feet. Uh, Selena's gonna take an action now. She sees that you guys are now, like, trapped, encircled by white slimes, and she throws a potion to try to freeze the slimes, and a, a fine mist casts out over the slimes, but the slimes seem unaffected by the cold. We didn't roll for Twilight to be part of the order, so go ahead and roll, Twilight. Uh, that was a 20. Oh, okay. That was a naughty 20. Ooh, dirty 20. <laughs> so naughty. Oh my god. Uh, hold on. I'm a stupid idiot. It's better. Hey, as long as you know. Yeah, uh, roll again, because you tied with the Platinum Devil. I got a 20 again. Oh my god, so did he. He got a 23. What's your total? 20 flat. So Platinum Devil goes first. He closes the distance. He gets within melee range. Torin, you've been waiting there with your attack ready. Are you trying to grapple him? Yes. And is he within range of me? Like Oh, 100%. Like, he's he gets immediately within range of you, and I'm going to let you do this grapple you've been waiting so long to do. Dun, 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 dun. I'm going to use my last second level, second level spell slot to cast Misty Step immediately behind him and lock my arms around his throat and neck and immediately just start choking the ever-loving what? shit out of him. Oh my god! What? Oh what? my god! What? Roll grapple with advantage because you surprised him. He was just headed straight for me like a bullet and then... Yeah, grapple with advantage. Oh my god. Oh my god. That first one. And that's plus like what? Plus strength. Yeah, it's your athletics roll. Oh, so that also gets my athletics. Mm-hmm. So plus strength and athletics. Yeah. So that's a 15 plus 5, so that's a 20. So 23 was that first one. And you have advantage. So 22, because 14. He got a 17! You succeed! Torin. You have him in a in a flying chokehold. Your weight on his it stops him from flying, and you're falling with him in this spiraling death grip. Torrent, you are falling 200 feet. What do you do? I keep choking him at angle so that he takes the brunt of the fall damage. So I uh, land on him. What? Oh, oh what? my god! Oh my god! This is amazing. Please give him inspiration. Please give him inspiration for oh, this, because this is Absolutely, amazing. you get inspiration. Oh my god. What does that do? It means you get advantage on any roll that you want to, um, besides, like, attack damage. So, any skill check. Oh no! What gods have blessed you on this day, Torin? I rolled 20d6 of fall damage for the Platinum Devil, who is going to catch all of this as you land safely on top of him. I swear to god, 69 damage. <laughs> <laughs> nice! Nice! While choking the shit out of him. You are going to collapse in a steel crater. The Platinum Devil lies underneath you, Torin. He is motionless, uh, but you can see his wings occasionally twitch. All around you is the 
a, a cubicle with a man once inside of it. Below you is the the steel grating of the floor, now bent inward into, as I said, a crater. And as you are lying there recovering from your fall, you can see that underneath you is a glowing orange river soup. And even as you land, it begins to rise to the level of the crater. It begins to uh, envelop the Platinum Devil and your arms. Can I keep holding on and try to drown him in it? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, totally. <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to dig my knee into his back and keep holding on and pushing him down. It's like, I see those wings move. I've done this plenty of times. And just keep holding him down under there. You, you like your roids? Drink it in. Oh, gods, what if it empowers him? I think it's Twilight's turn now? Is it? <laughs> this is amazing! I don't know if I want to ruin the moment with whatever nonsense I was going to do. We're going to cut back to Twilight, because I imagine we want this to build up into something. Hey, it's J Mark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. We are always trying to add so much more to your experience when engaging with the Tabletop for the End of the World podcast, including monthly events. That's right, our monthly community events are back, starting with our first event, Your Favorite Women of Tabletop. Our monthly events are exclusive to our Instagram and Twitter, so if you want to participate, all you have to do is tell about your favorite women influencers, characters, NPCs, etc. in Tabletop and why. Tag them, and if they're a character, tag the voice actor or the show creators for that character, and tell us how you think they would fit into the Tabletop for the End of the World, well, world, either the D&D realm or the meta narrative realm. And then tag us with the hashtag March 21 We will pick our favorite one at the end of the month, and you will get a free dice set. Also, a friendly reminder to everybody that we are still accepting entries to our official cosplay contest. You don't need to be a perfect professional cosplayer to participate in this, as we do allow for closet cosplays. The most important thing is for you to have fun with it. Show us what you got. And you can check the rules on our Instagram, which is where we will be accepting all entrants, so be sure to follow us at TFUCast. All participants will have the opportunity to win a cash prize, free merch from us, as well as becoming one of our featured cosplayers on our page. Finally, as we know we have a lot of different listeners, we are seeking out more reviews. As you all know, the best way to get a podcast name out there, beyond everyone talking about it, is for people to leave reviews on iTunes or Podchaser. So if you have not yet, please head over to those platforms and leave us a rating and review. It helps us out in a huge way. And for my last announcement, we are going to be hosting another live show. Yes, that is correct, everyone. Coming up at the end of April, April 24th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the doors open at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will be hosting yet another TFU live show on our Twitch with a twist. We will actually be having guest DM Liz Getty, who is one of the performers in the NPC Inc. podcast, formerly known as Desk and Day Jobs. Definitely come and check it out. It's our first time ever working with a guest DM, and it's sure to be a really, really wonderful and splendiferous time. 
Once again, TFU Lives featuring guest DM Liz Getty of NPC Incorporated, coming to you on April 24th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, with doors opening at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Attention encroachers, we are coming closer to finding you. We have already cleared majority of city and in due time it will be easy to discover a location. I am offering you final opportunity to bend knee to might of Nadsmordashik and Potrublat Corporation. We will provide career for you serving our consumers and in return you will continue living. Is good deal. We we cut to Twilight hiding behind a boulder with a with Selena with pants full of piss and shit. Yep, yeah, that tracks. That was a really scary time for me. Um, wow. Okay, I need to mentally process. How many slimes are left? Thirty. And is there still a path cleared back to back inside? No, it's now just kind of vert on his own. Uh, with thirty slimes behind him. Oh, like if like behind you, like if you want to just leave, you could. There's a path that goes further down, and there is a path that goes up back to, like, up the gorge. Is, is Vert... Hey, Vert, you got a potion shoved down your throat. Are, are you mobile? He is at 16 health. Okay, so he's no, he's no longer unconscious. Oh, yeah, no, he's on his feet. He's up and at him, at him, at Okay. Um, so Twilight uh, is gonna go, oh, okay, uh, Vert's in trouble, there's a platinum devil... Who knows where Torin is? He's probably off doing something stupid. Uh, okay, okay. And Twilight, like, slaps her face to get some resolve. And goes, okay, okay, I got this. And uh, Twilight leaps back over the boulder and runs to help Vert. Okay, uh, there is a bunch of, bunch of slimes between you and Vert. Yeah, so they take out their Talon Sword and they do a wide arcing slash to clear as many as possible as they run towards him. Yeah, I really gotta start specifying that, like, Wide Arcing Slash is an actual, like, fighter skill you have to learn. So this is gonna oh. hit, this is gonna hit, you know, just the the slime you can hit with your attack. Oh, I'll just cast, I'll just cast, um, Thunder Wave again, then. I got, I yeah, got sure. slots for days. Okay, and this isn't a 15-foot cube around me, so I want to get inside the, the group enough that I'm completely surrounded. Okay, yeah, you just jump in the middle of it. They're like, yeah. they're like only waist-high slimes. I think you could just leap over them and be in the middle if you wanted. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Okay, casting Thunder Wave at uh, level 2 again. They are going to try to save. They got a 9 to save, so you're gonna just, just brutalize them. Yeah, so that was a total of 12 damage. Um, and I'm also launching them away from me. You deal significant damage to a lot of the slimes. The one that was damaged earlier is dead, and you see two of the slimes pa- uh, fly forward over Vert's head and into the laser grid where they are immediately incinerated. Like, you see them slowly passed through the laser grid and it just sears them into slices. And, like, bits of them look like... It looks like they have organs inside somehow that are falling out uh, into the cavernous room below. Uh, those two slimes are completely dead. Uh, you've also blown a path to you and Vert. Uh, Twilight is going to run over to Vert and put themselves between him and the slimes. 
like the remaining slimes. Totally fine. Vert, your move. All right. Can I see where Torn and the Platinum Devil... <laughs> sure. Land? Yeah, sticking your head through the hole in the laser grid, you can see Torin down below uh, in a shattered cubicle in a crater of steel with soup rising up to meet him. Uh, and he seems to be trying to uh, swirly the Platinum Devil to death. We can't leave it to chance. Vert uses sorcery points to reclaim of his spell slots. Oh. He casts Banishment on the Platinum Devil. What? Oh. Uh, Platinum Devil definitely at a bit of a disadvantage here. That's a charisma saving throw. Let's see. I'm nervous. He's not exactly getting oxygen to the brain in any capacity. 18. Oh, man. He made it. He made it? Oh my god. Thank god, because I wasn't sure what else to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Never mind. No, there'd be ways. There'd be ways. There'd be ways. There'd be ways. I mean, if I was able to use the, the inspiration in the inverse to give disadvantage, that would be a thing, but it's it's not for that. It gives me advantage on... If only I'd cast Bane at any point, it would have given disadvantage. He already had disadvantage. You were drowning him. It's it's very tough to be charismatic when you have, like, liquids going down your throat. Just... <laughs> Well, maybe he's not trying to be charismatic enough. He should take some classes. But yeah, you uh, you tried to banish him, but uh, he's going to resist. Mm-hmm. Sorry, buddy. I mean, terrible thing for you. Great thing for me. <laughs> yeah, instead you just hear, like, the pop, but it doesn't quite go off, and there's a bit of, like, a shockwave in the liquids. Uh, but it very quickly, like, resumes, and he's like, Now you rapscallions aren't going <laughs> to... Uh, Vert, do you want to move? You see, the slimes are getting ready to reconverge on your position. Yeah, Vert's going to have to retreat as much as possible back to where Selena is. Is it going to try to jump through the lasers? Uh, no, he's going to be moving back to where Selena was. Cool. Yeah, you can totally do that. Slime's turn. The slimes divide themselves among the two targets. Uh, they see now that the door is open. So, uh, Twilight, you may make two attacks of opportunity as they try to move past you. They're, so they're trying to go inside the door? Yes, I'm just going to let them go. Cool. And you see them begin to destroy themselves as they single-mindedly begin passing through the laser grid. And you see that more slimes begin emerging from the cracks in the canyon and the spaces between the pipes. And they are also trying to move through the laser grid. After about half of them have done this, they stop and they retreat, and they start clinging onto the sides of the walls, onto the pipes, and you see them beginning to vibrate? I'm going to cast Dispel Magic on the laser grid. It works. The laser grid falls away. The white slimes begin piling into the cavern, past twilight, and falling down 200 feet, clinging, well, not falling, clinging down the sides of the walls, and slurching their way down, which brings us to, I believe, Torin's turn. Torn, you see that the white slimes have begun to pour in. You have the Platinum Devil in a headlock, choking him in his own soup. The level of soup is rising. Can I try to, like, turn or torque to break his neck? You may try. What kind of roll would that be? That would be a athletics? It'd be a feat of strength? It's athletics? Yep. So, 24. Wow, 24. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, he's gonna roll to resist you. Oh my god, 29. Uh... So yeah, he got a 19 plus 10 there, champ. 
Mm. So uh, as you you begin to try to twist and break the neck, and you see the veins in his skin bulging, and you can feel you're starting to it's starting to give, and then his whole body looks a little bit stronger. His muscle mass begins to grow ever so slightly, and he begins to do just a straight up and down push up. <laughs> awesome, lifting himself. And you out of the liquid. Beneath you, Torin, you can see that the level of liquid is beginning to rise, and you finally get a chance to look around the room, seeing cubicles out to the horizon of people in chains, and the level of soup beginning to reach their ankles. You see behind you is an enormous, 60-foot-tall silver devil with jaundiced, gross eyes, spewing, glowing liquid. And you see that this whole room could very soon be flooded. This enormous chamber could be flooded in this nonstop deluge of glowing soup. Seeing these prisoners who need my help and not knowing what else to do, I want to do a combo of things. Am I allowed to do a combo of things? Tell me what you got, and if it's cool enough, why not? I want to remove one arm. You you rip off your own arm. No, I want to take one arm away from the Silver Devil's neck because he's roiding up. Try to jam it into the skull of the severed devil head. You've got it. Lift it up, cast thunderous smite into it to try and set off the magic inside the horns. And as I punch down to connect with the back of the platinum devil's head, also cat set off ring of the mule. <laughs> awesome. Oh my goodness. Like this is gonna hurt. It it hits, Torin. Roll damage. What would I roll for damage on that? Roll to hit with advantage because you've got him in a chokehold from behind. And I'm punching the back of his head directly. Absolutely. Oh, somebody's smiling down on me today. If you nat say 20. nat 20. No! <laughs> oh my god. Every god. The fire damage explodes, so that's uh, that would normally be 4d6 fire damage. It's going to be 8d6 fire damage. With the crit. So, so first the 8d6. Oh god, we're going to be doing so much rolling right now. Well, you are. I, do, I just have to sit here and listen. I, I kind of just take this now. <laughs> 8 plus... God, they don't make weight for this, do they? Plus... No, they don't! <laughs> uh, 5. Bet you wish that the banishment had happened, huh? <laughs> 2 plus... So unnecessarily plus. petty. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Altogether, the fire damage alone is forty-three damage. Oh, that's impossible. And there's a smite. You said uh, roll a d8 eight times, and I rolled four eights, a five, a two, a one, and a three. Did I? Did I say d8s? Strock it. It's d8s now. Go ahead and roll the smite damage to double it. Because of the, because, you know, not double it. Roll the damage twice. Well, that's all happening. Twilight's all like, so Selena told me that you're a, a part devil now, I guess. That's new. So that'd be 2d6 or 4d6. Fert looks kind of confused. What? Oh, yeah. The, uh, <clears throat> disguise. It, it was, um, necessary. The castle, we had to escape it. Oh. So the 4d6, uh, adds up to 17. So you've done 60 damage, plus your strength. Plus the ring of the mule. 
Ring of the Mule is going to knock you 10 feet directly upward unless you try to save. Uh, Ring of the Mule is going to knock the the Platinum Devil directly downward 10 feet, which, since the steel floor is... So just the impact of the explosion, a punch, a smite, and the Ring of the Mule all just smashing into the back of his head along with the horns from this exploding skull on my fist. Oh yeah, he's going to go straight up and come right back down and give 10 feet of falling damage. You go... You go s- you go straight up, um, and the Platinum Devil goes through the floor into the soup, and you lose sight of him. Uh, but there's there's not even bubbles. There's just a, a, a splash, and then silence, as the level of soup continues to rise in the room. I'm gonna say you, you're fine. You land on the floor in ankle-deep soup. Next to the hole? Next to the hole. Not in the hole, next to the hole. In ankle-deep soup. I'm just gonna roll onto my back, catch my breath. Look around and be like, oh, dang it, that's right, I have to save all these prisoners. The skull has exploded, so you no longer have access to it. Yes. Alright, as long as we understand there's, like, devil viscera floating in the soup now. Okay, cool, as long as you understand that, uh, Platinum Devil is out of the order. Twilight, what do you want to do? Did, could we see all of this happening? Were they further inside, so we would have had to go on... Oh, you could, yeah, you could see all this. Okay. They're not that far inside. They're just down. Twilight looks at Vert and goes, y- You think we should be nicer to Torin? I think he could actually struck us up if he actually wanted to. You're just now realizing that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Twilight then realizes, Oh no, and runs into where Torin is and goes, Torin, we have to go. Uh, they're 200 feet down. How are you going to make it down? Twilight's going to yell down at them. Torrid, we have to go! Using prestigitation to make their, their voice louder. Torrin just sort of kip-ups, puts like one finger in her like, wait a minute. Sort of what? He puts a finger in the air like he just don't Just care. one finger like, hold a minute. Torrid, look! And Twilight points at the giant devil that's that's spewing out soup of its out of its body. Torn just punches one fist in the air while slapping the R his one hand onto the bicep at it and then goes breaks out the sword and starts trying to break the chains of all these people imprisoned. Oh no. You immediately and easily can break the chains of the first guy. Uh he kinda his cubicle took some damage uh when you slammed the bad guy into the floor. And you got a guy this guy is a buff looking dude. Like he could honestly probably arm wrestle you and compete. You get up. He is out of it. Uh he is completely unconscious. I look back up to Twilight and just like point both hands at Twilight, then down at these people. Up, down, up, down, like get down here, help me out, and keep going to break chains. Oh no. Okay. Um and Twilight turns around. Bert! Uh, we have to help these prisoners get out. Do you have a plan? I'm I'm out of I'm out of I, I can't use polymorph anymore. Um, I don't know how to do that. The slimes are still moving down the walls. They're they're trying to make their way down into this chamber. It seems. Um, if only Selena had some sort of stairs potion. She's got she's got some things. I think. Oh yeah! And Twilight uh, turns and yells, "Selena, come here!" Yeah, oh, wow. Wow, that's a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, really quickly, do you have anything we can use to help? Uh, maybe something that can plug that guy up? And Twilight points at the giant soup devil. That that I'm now calling it, soup devil. Oh, um, no, uh, 
Torin, while you're down there, and she throws a glass bottle down to you, she's like, can you collect some of that stuff? Without looking, just catches the bottle, scoops it up, stoppers it, goes back to breaking chains. Sure. Uh, you've now freed another person. This person is a, a woman who is also just incredibly jacked. And yeah, I guess you're throwing that person, like, over your shoulder. Twilight takes out their loot and aiming it towards... Do I have to be in physical contact to use this? I have a question. Enhance ability says the range is touch, but since I'm a bard, will music work? No, although if you had your familiar, you could cast via touch spells via your familiar. Yeah, I don't have my familiar on me. Yeah, Mo kind of got taken out, didn't she? Yeah, Mo, Mo, Mo's gone right now. Just a quick question. Would lesser restoration wake these people up? You're not sure? You can try it. We're out of... Yeah, you're out of combat. All right. So I break out one of my two mana potions, and I guzzle it down to restore my level two uh, spell slots. Yep. What? What? Uh, it says there's a chance of psychic backlash. Like, what decides that? Well, you said you're rolling for uh, for level two spell slots, right? Yeah. So you roll a d6, and if you roll under a two, you'll get psychic backlash. Six. Okay, no psychic backlash. The, there's higher risk for restoring higher spell slot. But since I only have the two spell, two levels, it's nothing. It's much easier for you than Saver. Where if he if he were trying to restore, say, a level six spell slot, he would have to roll a six and only a six, or take backlash. How many people have I freed from chains yet, and how many are there overall? There are two people that you freed, and there are visibly hundreds of people in chains. Oh well, I'm gonna uh, I've freed the two people, so I'm just gonna place my hands on both of them and cast two instances of Lester Restoration to see if that can at least awaken them so I can have some struck damn help. I'll allow it. Uh, in the time it takes you to cast these two Lesser Restorations, uh, the soup has risen up to your waist, and the the two people that you have on your shoulders spit up glowing orange liquid and slowly begin to come around. Twilight, um, seeing this, um, it's up to his waist, right? It's up to Torin's waist, which is, what, like four feet at this point? Twilight is going to jump down and use Thunder Wave at the last second to cushion my fall. I'll allow it. And hopefully the, the soup will also make it work out. Do I need to roll for that or, or are we just going to... Uh, I think that's going to be maybe an Arcana check to, to try to use the spell in this creative way. But there would be less damage to take by falling into like liquid as opposed to like to your death. Well, it, it's 200 feet and the water is only raised up by like what? Three feet? I don't think that's enough Three feet. to to cover any kind of damage. I, I, I mean, I'm, try, I'm trying to give you some freebies here, my man. But yeah, go ahead. Roll, make an Arcana check to see if you can sort of trick cast your your uh, your spell here. That was an 11. I'm going to say probably not, dude. <laughs> so I think you're going to take the fall damage here. But you're going to take a reduced amount of fall damage because, you know, liquid. Sure. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. Taking 10d6 of fall damage, you take 40 damage. 40? 40. I'm somehow still conscious and okay. Thank God. There were a couple sixes in there and I got nervous. Yeah, I got nervous too. Uh, but yeah, you're, you, like, it hurts, but you're up. <laughs> Twilight goes, <sighs> puts a hand on Torn's shoulder and gives him enhanced ability, um, bull, bull strength. Okay. Uh, Torn, your strength is now increased. Your carry capacity is like, what, tripled? Yeah. Or double. So I can carry more people, but there's hundreds of them. But with this reinvigorating spell, Torn has another idea. <laughs> he turns to shout at Selena. Selena, remember that uh, wussy spell you used to make it down the ravine? Can you chuck it in that thing's mouth? 
Uh, it is 400 feet away from her. Uh, she's like, I could try something. Uh, and she starts, like, fiddling with uh, some potions. She starts uh, taking out, like a, like, a wooden frame, like, for a piece of furniture. And she starts sort of, like, unfolding it and in the doorway. She's building a slingshot. Vert, anything you want to do while you see Selena doing this? Oh, no, actually, uh... She says, uh, Vert, I could use your help with the propulsion. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna try to launch this foam potion 400 feet. Can you give me a little extra oomph? Yeah, well, I can certainly give it my all. Or you could just give him the potions and he can fly it over to its mouth. How dare you use logic? Can I? Yeah, you can fly, and you could probably reasonably fit through the small opening in the laser grid. Uh, The laser grid's already been dispelled, so that's not even a problem anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I dispelled it. No, you're right, you're right. Yeah, there's nothing stopping you if you wanted to just fly over there. Uh, Besides maybe spell slots. Yeah, my spell slots are uh, Oh, it's it's spell slots. The problem is spell slots, guys. Well, there's a potions master right next to him. Can we just assume she has a regular mana potion? Huh. I believe that. Can we? (laughs) Vert, what level of spell slot do you need to restore to fly? Three? Yeah, third. Roll a d6. You have to get it a three or higher or take psychic backlash. I take psychic backlash. Oh, okay. Well, this is, it's not a, it's just six. So you're at ten health. Although I guess that means you get that little, like, you get a crushing migraine for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, or for a second, for just a flash, a crushing migraine, you feel it drain you. So you're at, like, ten health now, but you can fly again. Sure. She hands you a bandolier of, of potions that are, like, white and physic. Just pull the pin on all of it and chuck it in that mouth. Oh, there's no pin. It's just stoppered glass vials. Or, you know, it's a cooler site. Chuck it in, let out one quick magic missile blast from your finger to shoot it and set them all off. That would be tight, but it's Kevin's move. Well, it's, it's true that cool gnomes don't look at explosion. <laughs> go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead, show off. So, you you need this to go down to them? Uh, t- uh, Torin said stop up the big devil's mouth, I think. Okay. Yeah, you start flying over there, and you can see the giant devil start to react very slowly with its huge body, start to raise a big flabby arm. Uh, yeah, so Vert's gonna not quite dive bomb, but he's going to to move as swiftly as he can towards it and use the momentum to sort of dive bomb and drop these uh, files in there. Absolutely. It's very difficult to miss something that is, like, tens of feet wide. So you just drop the uh, the bandolier of potions into the mouth, into the river of, of slime coming out of his mouth. They don't break on their own. They're just, they're sitting in there. What do you do? Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to go down in there. I thought they were going to break, but no. No. Is Magic Missile not a cantrip or something you can cast? No, it's a level one spell. Yeah. Ooh, but I can do a fireball. That'd probably do it. Roll to hit. All right. 20. Yeah, you got it. A firebolt explodes in the river of soup, and where you see, like, the soup boiling up, a block of foam almost instantaneously appears inside this devil's mouth, stopping the flow of soup and letting out a... the thing lets out a vicious choking noise. Uh, That slow hand that was coming up, it was starting to extend forward with the palm out, but now it's reaching back towards its mouth to assumedly pull the foam out, and Vert, you fly away in style. The flow of soup has ceased for the time being. What do you do? We continue trying to save all these uh, chained up people. You currently have two people on your on your shoulders. There are, as I said, v- 
visitors. And the other two that are awakened, right? They have yeah, they've begun to wake up, but they are in bad shape. Um, Twilight goes to Torin, or is still next to Torin, and goes, Give me that last mana potion. I have an idea. Alrighty. And I just give him the other one. Go I was ahead. actually really hoping that Torin would look at me for using his catchphrase. <laughs> Why? Ideas are great. Ideas are what Athena gives us. If only I believed in her. I mean, what? Twilight downs the potion uh, to try to get a level 4 spell slot back. How do I do that? Roll d d6. And try to get above a 4. I got a 5. You're good. Twilight is going to down it. And how how big would you say this room is? Uh, hundreds of feet. Like, to the point where if I were to draw it on a grid, I probably wouldn't bother drawing the walls because they wouldn't be in frame. Can I use Polymorph to turn into the large lizard things that have been running around? Uh, yes. I will, uh, here, let me get to the page in the book. Hi, Ren. Let me get to the page. Hey, uh, buddy. it is called a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Okay. Here's its stats. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. That's a. This is awesome. This was the thing that ate Mo. Yeah. That is not what I thought it was in my head. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. I. Oh. Wait. Ready. I'm a. I'm a Tyrannosaurus Rex. So. I'm, I'm here that's for that. Fun. And when yeah. Vert goes full dragon, he'll be a Tyrannosaurus Sex. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay with and that. Just part. sort of finger guns at the fl- flying Vert. <laughs> okay, so I am now a giant orange because I remembered you made me orange because you're a jerk, Torrent. Yeah, you're still orange because of the pen. I'm now a giant orange Tyrannosaurus twi- tw- Rex. I lower myself and indicate for Torrent to start tossing people on my neck, like to carry people. And then also, um, I'm going to kind of very gingerly as gingerly as I can, stomp on the chain, all the chains to break them, and make my way through this room. Okay, uh, ginger stomping. Uh, make a d20 plus seven? No, that'd be dexterity. D20, make a d20 roll. Just flat d20. Dexterity for an accurate move as a giant lizard that you've never been before. Uh, that was a 16? Uh, I will, I'll give it to you. You are able to carefully use your, like, toenail claw to to break someone out of their chains. Just one person? Just one. Okay. Uh, across the room, the giant devil has pulled the wad of, or has begun to pull the wad of foam out of their mouth. You have just seconds before the flow restarts. What do you guys do? Pyrannosaurus Rex charges full force at this devil. Okay, it, you'd have to cover a distance of 400 feet, so... Your speed right now, if you dash, is 100. So it'll take you, like, 24 seconds to get there. Also, you are not bigger than this thing. Oh, I'm not. You should know. You are a, a huge class creature. Okay. Uh, Which is about, I believe, 20 feet. So you are at this thing's kneecaps. Oh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I'm not going to do that then. Uh, instead, I'm going to take my tail, and this is going to be a strength check. Can I sweep it around to pick up as many people as possible and breaking their chains as I lift them with my tail? I'll say yes, but there is no way for you to do that without hitting the people. I know, but they're real buff, so I'm hoping that they're all buff and high on steroids. Uh, roll damage. Um, just a th- uh, their tail attack is three d eight plus seven. Twenty three. Yeah, that's enough to break steel. Uh, you also do that damage to the people. Uh, yeah, and twelve people 
12 people go tumbling into the soup. Okay. Was I able to... Um, so as they go tumbling into the soup, can I take my tail to, like, catch them? And then lift them up? Well, you use your tail to, to break them out. Yeah, but it says right here I have a multi... Oh, one with its bite, one with its tail. It can't make both One with its tail, with one with its bite. Can I catch them with my mouth? <laughs> they didn't get knocked up into the air. You just knocked them over with enough force to break steel. Okay, well, I still I still have a movement, so I'm just going to move and block their bodies so that they don't fall into the soup. I'm going to block their bodies with my body. Hit them. You're kind of trying to, to get your cake and eat it too here, champ. I really am. <laughs> uh, no, I think, I think like the time you have to spend like knocking them over is the time you could have spent catching them. So I don't think you could do it all at the same time. You would have to be lightning fast. You have to be supernaturally fast for that. Okay, that's fair. I, th I thought I'd ask. Um, okay. It's ask, but yeah. Yeah, so Twyrannosaurus Rex um, is going to see them tumbling in the soup. And kind of like, have you have you all ever seen one of uh, Manny's dogs when they act bashful and they like cover their face with their with their paws? But like, based on this image here of a, of a Tyrannosaurus Rex, my hands are too small. So like, I'm trying to cover my face embarrassed and I can't. <laughs> yes, uh, the the lore behind these things is that their arms evolve to be very, very small. Like, I think they're kind of, like, evolving out of their arms, because they're just, huh. they're basically just a, a weapon made of teeth. Selena, I have another idea. What do you need, Torin? Do you have any sleep potions? Yeah, of course. Bert, shove them down its throat. Once it frees its throat. She's got one sleep potion, ready to rock. Okay. Well, Alright. Uh, Vert kind of floats down, hovers over the thing, pulls the top on the uh, the bottle. Wait, dump it in its eye since its mouth is constantly going outward. Dump it in the eye. It'll get it extra high. It has a nose, right? It does have a nose. It's got like, like where a nose should be is two gross holes. Torn taps his brains like, I see what you're doing. Crawl up the nose into the brain. <laughs> Vert, uh, t you know, pops the top off. Upends it into the thing's nose. It sniffles horribly, um, and it's still pulling at the foam in its mouth, and it's finally gonna, like, it can't pull it out, but it does start ripping a hole through it, and a spray of soup starts coming out. Uh, Vert, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw while you're flying. Okay. You can do a champ, you're an ace pilot. Oh no, the platinum devil's back! <laughs> That's gonna be a 16. Yeah, you'll dodge the spray of soup that would have definitely smashed into you uh, as the foam begins to spray out. And you can see this devil is beginning to lurch. It very slowly waddles to the side. Uh, it's not yet asleep. It seems such a small amount of potion is going to take time to take full effect. Crawl into its brain and start stabbing. Yeah, uh, Twi Twyrannosaurus Rex is going to start... Um, is there a big door that leads into the space? Like one that the creature would have fit through? You remember you saw a devil that looked a lot like Debilica named Incon coming through a door on this ground floor that is off to the uh, to the west now, your western wall. Oh, that's not going to work. Yeah, okay, so Tyrannosaurus Rex is going to stomp their way over to the catwalk entrance. 200... Oh no, because I'm only 20 feet tall. Oh mm -hmm. no. Yeah, so um, I, I got no choice then. Uh, I'm going to march my way to that oh, Wait, large... wasn't the door like at ground level where we're at? Because she had to quickly run back through and close it? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm going. Um, I, I was going to go the way we came, but we're too far down now. Yeah, so Tyrannosaurus yeah, um... Rex is... Uh, Tyrannosaurus is going to go over and bust through that door um, to try to escape. Yep, as you're making your way over to that door, the uh, large devil is going to free itself of that foam. It's still vomiting, but it's slowly, you can tell, falling asleep. The soup is now up to Torin's Lil Dragon Nipples. And it's beginning to cover the heads of the unrescued people in the in the dungeon. Twyrannosaurus Rex, I'm assuming that the 12 people you knocked out are, like, on top of you or something? Like, did you, like... Yes. Yeah, you, like, picked them up, they're, like, kebobbed on your tail, like, gently? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, and then I also have, I also have a couple of the people that uh, Torin had already freed as well, like riding on my back. You get to the door, and the door once again says, uh, "Devil blood detected. State your true name to enter." Twyrannosaurus is gonna think Twilight really, really hard in their head, or I mean, Albinsight. I'll allow a psychic projection. Uh, the door opens. The soup washes out. This in- this hyper jacked up soup washes out through the uh through the through the way here torin the current of it suddenly draining sweeps you up and begins pushing you towards the door uh you still have the two people on your shoulders uh and twyrannosaurus rex even you are fighting against the incredible water pressure vert you see everyone else starting to get swept out what do you do there's not much vert can do um i move over to where uh torin is and try and pull him up. I go to grab his tiny hand. He's got the weight of two other people on him right now. I think that's going to be outside of Vert's uh, uh, pedigree of ability here. If ever there were a time for Project Jetpack, it's now! I can't hold all three of you. Well, then you're coming along for this adventure, because... And then just keep holding on to his hand and pull him with me. And you all get washed out. Twyrannosaurus Rex, you see Torin holding Vert and two bodies sort of fly underneath your legs and out that main door. That side door, I should say. Uh, you can't fit through the door in this form. And uh, just to give you a freebie here, if you if you drop the form, you fit through the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Twyrannosaurus uh, sweeps their tail around and deposits the people I saved in, inside the door first. Yep, um, they, they get swept along with Torin and Vert. Yep, and then uh, reverts back to their normal form and goes, There's a a similar looking canyon beyond this door. And you, uh, you know, you slide to a stop about 60 feet away. And you look back behind you and through the last remaining door, you can see the soup level descend lower than the heads of the people who were chained, but they don't appear. And as you keep, as the level keeps descending, you don't see human heads, but you see a familiar, grotesque, mutated sight as inside, as where each person was, now sits a newly transformed Lemure. Hundreds of them a standing army of young devils, and the door slams automatically shut behind you. And, alright, you guys, that's all I've got for you today. Oh, come on! Ah, oh, so good! Yeah, great, though. Okay. I gotta get back to work. Oh, yeah? What are you working on? 
Uh, just trying to beef up our defenses here. You know, Larong is going to have to come back this way eventually. I'm actually about to go do a scavenging run with some of the Chris. Uh, you want to come with me? I got some stuff I got to do around here. But you stay safe out there, okay? All right. Um, I'll be back soon. Uh, Charlie and Freddy are here if you guys need any tech fixed up or anything built. Right. Uh, speaking of Larong, does anyone know where Riley is? Uh, yeah, I last saw them in their room. Uh, maybe check there first? Right. Uh, you guys got stuff to keep you busy? Yeah. Hey, Jay, uh, come with me. I'd love to, Manny, but I think I need to head out. Um, I got some stuff C I gotta come do. Come on, come on. Uh, Charlie and Freddy said they'd help build some armor for Gaia and Cronus. I'm sure they can do something for Ren, too. You, mm, yeah, you don't sound like that's what you want, so I think I need to, I don't really want to. Uh, no arguing. Come on. Are you going to talk to them now? I'd rather not, Amelia. But... <sighs> yeah. Damn it, it looks like I'm gonna have to. Do you want me to come with you? No, it's fine. I don't want them to feel ganged up on. I'll go. Good luck. Nana, <laughs> remember when X first told us his plan? <laughs> he said, uh, he said we'd be the ones to lead the charge and make a difference. Dummy. <sighs> oh man, he was struck and great, sis. I can't lose you like we lost him. Hello. <clears throat> uh, uh, who is it? Oh, it's it's me, Mr. King. Aria. Aria, hey, uh, come on in. Come, come, come. <laughs> did you did you come here to see your Uncle King? I wanted to see if Auntie Angel was okay. Oh, 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 yeah, she's she's all right. I mean, um, she'll be all right. I know it. Were you telling her a story? Yeah, yeah. This is about our brother X. He was uh, gone before you met him. He was the best. Uh, Strong leader and all around good guy. Could could I listen? Of course you can. Come on up on my lap. And I'll tell you both about the time X went up against a gorilla fish with nothing but a broken rod he found. <laughs> Riley, you free to talk? Sure. Come on in. So, Kay, I told you to come in. Right. Sorry. Just... It's... It's weird seeing you up and about, and... You know yourself. <laughs> yeah, I... I know. I wanted to talk to you about... Why didn't you tell them who you are? They can't know. They're your friends. And if you're taking on Poacherblad, I mean, they're they're gonna find out eventually. I know. So then why- I don't want them to hate me. Mitch. I'm not proud of it, okay? And if I could do this, if I could stop Poacherblad, is what they're doing, then maybe the other stuff won't matter. How can I help? Riley, I can't ask you to do anything. It's fine. I got you into this fight in the first place, remember? 
I, I do. But you're not... I know why you're here, but you need to ask. <sighs> Will you play the role of Robin for us so that we can stop Putrebliet? I will. On one condition. Anything. Tell one of them the truth. Doesn't have to be now or, or even the next few days, but you need to do that or all of this is going to fall apart. I... Ugh. I'll think about it. Consumers, for the sake of establishing new revenue stream for Portalblatt Corporation, Nadsmodashik has made decision in regards to former location of Robin's Tower. We will be converting Robin's Tower into location for all new cube smilty. We are recognizing that encroachers are feeling frustrated with state of city and for no longer being in true reality. Cube smilty will be location to air any complaints through battle against other Ohata hunters. Anything goes for both hunter and participating encroachers. Establishment of cube smilty is great representation of Nadsmodushik great wisdom and kindness. Now everyone will have a fighting chance. <laughs> that is funny, F fighting chance, because you will be fighting. Never mind. That is all for today, consumers. Keep living your truth, because Nadsmodushik orders it. Hey everyone, J Mark again, and thank you so much for tuning in to that episode of Tabletop for the End of the World. Uh, it was a lot of fun to do and a lot of fun to listen to, and I really hope you enjoyed that new Torn theme I produced uh, that I think I'm calling um, a hero's power or power within or strength within. I don't have a name for it yet, but it will definitely have a name at some point. And a quick question to everybody also. Would you like me to actually upload these songs to our YouTube channel so that you can tune into them? You like them enough? Uh, let me know on any of our social medias. Uh, hit us up at TFUCast, or if you're on our Discord, just let me know on Discord. We'd really love to know if that's something you'd be interested in. Anyway, if you would like to help support our podcast, we do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash weareheroes. It is the official Patreon page of our production company we are heroes productions llc and at different tiers you get different rewards most of all at just the lowest tier you get things like behind the scenes audio a lot of goofs a lot of things that have to be cut out and access to exclusive shows like the we are unplugged podcast which is our behind the scenes podcast for the tabletop for the end of the world podcast proper um, we also have the It Comes From Within podcast, our short-lived Patreon-exclusive show uh, that you can tune into on the Patreon. So definitely be sure to check us out. It really helps us out a ton. Or if you can't financially commit, that is totally understandable. You can help us out tons by just continuing to spread the word. Tweet, Instagram, or Facebook about the show with the hashtag UnpluggedRising and tag us at TFUCast and you could potentially be named after an NPC or more accurately have an NPC named after you. Uh, people like Locke named after Loki or people like Lady Victorious or Selena. All of these are characters that are named directly after our listeners. And it's with all of your support that we've been able to grow the way we have. So thank you 
so very much for all of that. Anyway, that's it for me. Our next episode will be dropping in a couple of weeks, so it looks like April 3rd. All right, so thank you, everyone, and remember... The Overseers are always watching.